Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You guys. Hey, oh, my God. You know what? I, I think this is appropriate to talk about on this podcast. You all know that... Some tainted shrimp robbed me of my life for 72 hours. <laughs> tainted shrimp. Yeah. Whoa. Tainted <laughs> shrimp. Sometimes I feel like. Poop and puke at the same time. <laughs> a banger. It's a favorite on that dance floor. Best if you can get off the toilet, it's mm. the hot new dance to do Call from shrimping. Oh, that's different. Like <laughs> shrimp tainted shrimp. So this is new for me because I've only really enjoyed the the fruit of salmonella ah, and yeah. this apparently has a different name it's like v cholera cholera like it's horrible basically i've never been poisoned by shellfish mm-hmm. which i don't know if it 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 hits fast and furious <laughs> uh where sometimes the salmonella and other forms of food poisoning really do have like a 24 hour gestation period okay um and uh yeah and i don't know what's going on in la but this is my fifth bout of food poisoning eating out in restaurants in four years which i haven't had that much food poisoning in my life period i like your theory on it and i think it's Thank very you. appropriate which so, is <laughs> i have a theory and ricky yes this is ricky carmona guys you're listening to Sidework podcast i'm your host brooke van Poppel. i am your other host andrea wallace and joining us today from the podcast who shot ya? and also our dear friend We'll get into that. Uh, Ricky Carmona, everybody. Hello, Hello Ricky. Handshake, high fives. <laughs> high fives, handshake. It's great. So we've got two guys in the room who can verify this. I said to Andrea, I don't know if it's so much, well, this is not safe food handling. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm starting to wonder the incidents of just salmonella and that accidentally getting on other items in the kitchen if you're being all willy-nilly with chicken juice, you know, raw chicken juice. My other theory is we now have all of these cooks back of house who think they're doing proper food service handling, but what do they do when they go to the bathroom to take a number two? They bring their phones with them, don't they? Yes. And they're doing the old wipe and swipe. And I think they think they are doing safe food handling, but they might be in the back of the kitchen and go touch that phone again. That poopy phone that stains out in their back Mm. pocket. Mm. And I think I've been tainted by poopy screens going (laughs) directly onto my quesadilla. Poopy screens, but it's just like there's food handling if they're like touching one thing and then they touch their phone with it and then they wash their hands, but then they touch their phone again. That's cross-contamination right there. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Just when you thought swiping left and right on your phone, like we 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 were done with that, right? Now, now it's the wipe and swipe. Now wipe it's the and wipe and swipe, swipe yo. Oh, you come my. on, as guys, you take your phone to the bathroom. I take my phone everywhere with me. <laughs> if I go and just like walk my dog outside to pee, like that quick, hey, we're just gonna pee real quick, knock it out, and go back inside, and I don't have my phone on me for that, I'm like, Ricky, what the fuck are you doing, man? Come on, you're off the grid. You're off the grid right now. You gotta listen to. The wind blowing and shit? I'm uh, like, any of this at all. Not on I my feel like there's something wrong exactly. on my phone on me right now. I'm going to have a panic attack. <gasps> there's just something going on in the food industry right now. <laughs> Listen, I'm blaming that shrimp 100%, but I think some of the other stuff has been uh, shitty phone screens. Not to People. put any restaurant on blast, but like, where are you going to eat shrimp? You're not going to like Jack in the Box and whatnot. No. They have like... Jack in the Box serving shrimp now? <laughs> <laughs> Run, 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 run. Um, <laughs> so and that's the day she died we were talking about where to eat and uh my guy was like how about tapatio down down the place and i said you know what they gave me food poisoning three years ago so let's pass so then he looked up a very high rated fancy place called brick and flower okay. in glendale never heard of it me neither and guess who gave me food poisoning after I said <laughs> that's no fucked thing? up that you're like that place that's gave me food poisoning. Yeah, so had bricks coming out of her flower. Yeah, bricks came mm. out of my mortar. <laughs> Some that's... Norse god somewhere was like, spite! <laughs> yeah, I don't like, know. Well, we had a... threw out a pair of leggings. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> ah, I like know a... what you mean. Wow. <laughs> Jesus I was so sick. <laughs> Oh, right, guys, I think it's time for some server submitted stories. Tainted shrimp. Whoa. <laughs> Hi, ladies and gents. Love the podcast. I'm from the UK and I was a server for one shift and one shift only when I was 16. <laughs> Although I am not a server by industry standards, I am definitely scarred from the experience all the same. I got my first job at an infamous silver service restaurant in my town. The owner was a renowned crazy widow whose house was next to the small restaurant. <laughs> Despite having heard the horror stories from my friends who had quit working there, I still applied and went along for my first shift. As soon as I arrived, I was told someone had called in sick and I needed to prep food and would be serving that night. Now... I am not the sharpest tool in the box, especially when I was 16, and the owner had no time or desire to explain anything to me apart from barking demands in my direction. I'm a crazy widow! <laughs> my shift consisted of nervously speaking to customers, burning my hands on everything... <laughs> And making up the names of dishes when serving because I had no idea what anything was called. <laughs> this is some rama crama rising brindle. <laughs> it's just what I call it's my favorite on the menu. It's flippity blue. It's a little bit of dicky and toast. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part came when the owner gave me the keys to her house and told me to let myself in, making sure the dog doesn't escape. What? Then make a right turn into the front room and get the cream out of the fridge on the left. 
seemingly simple task, I thought. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was wrong. I entered and turned to the front room looking for said fridge. This room had approximately eight fridge freezers, the kind you would hide a body in. <laughs> she walked into a Martin Scorsese movie. Truly. She had sent me into what felt like an escape room, and I had no intention of finding any murdered waitresses that day, so I <laughs> left the house creamless and filled with anxiety. I walked back into the kitchen and tried to be as invisible as possible while mopping random corners of the restaurant and washing cutlery for the rest of the night. The next day at school, I called and quit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my sister wanted to work there, so I asked if she could take my place, and the re owner replied, as long as she isn't as ditzy as you. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't go back to get any pay from the night. Of, I didn't go back to get any pay from the night, of course. It is safe to say I respect anyone who can work in that type of environment, and hopefully I will never return to it. <laughs> you guys make me laugh in my drive to work. Godspeed and good tips. Kisses. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that you sent this in from the UK. We I, are working toward an international, just di like all the service that happens outside of the US. We want to do a great research. Worldwide. Uh, worldwide. I mean, we just like, we just imagine like a, like a, a restaurant and then like a little witch house on a hill, right? Truly. With like a burning, like chim yes. a chimney smoking, yeah. right? Like <laughs> Go up there. <laughs> <laughs> Creamless and filled with anxiety. Mm. 16, man. That'll be like never again for sure. I, and I feel like there's something, you know, like when you're that young, like your frontal lobe is not formed. It, well, isn't. it isn't. It's that mm -hmm. science. That's yeah, just science. For sure. <laughs> so you're just like, you're dumb. And, you know, I like I did not challenge authority and you just assume everyone's right mm -hmm. and uh, is definitely, you know, not not creepy, even though they're a renowned crazy widow on the hill who has eight... <laughs> casket-sized freezers <laughs> in her home. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, people, you know, people fall off a little bit when their spouses die, you know? And you then sure? they start hoarding freezers. Sure. Maybe she was just <laughs> born a widow. Them. I think some people are just born to be widows, like mm -hmm. creepy widows, I don't know. But I love the imagery of this story so the, the much burning your hands on everything yeah. you're just like yeah that sounds like an inexperienced restaurant 100 percent. <laughs> like thrown into chaos so much like when you're just you're just doomed from the start yeah and it's it, the equivalent of like when you do stand up for the first time you yeah. go to an open mic they don't like prep you for it before you get up there it's just like they call your name now go on and stay on stage and do what you've seen the funniest people in your life do on tv like it's nothing Try not, and try not to catch on fire. You'll be great. <laughs> You'll be great. It's pretty solid. Uh, thank you so much for that submission. And she was like, I don't know if this counts. I'm like, one day in the industry counts. Oh, yeah. No, that super it. counts. Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's maybe one of like my favorite stories ever. Creamless and filled with anxiety. <laughs> help! Someone help! Hi, ladies. I work at a bar in the busiest train station in Boston. Uh, this makes for an ahum, unique work atmosphere and a wide, wide variety of clientele. I always have daily shift stories, but one of my favorites is the very first guest I had on my very first training shift. To set the scene, it's <laughs> I love these stories today. <laughs> to set the scene, it's 10:30 a.m. in an architecturally beautiful but not very well ventilated train station in June. Gross. Our first guest is a short woman carrying a McDonald's bag who sits at one of our first tables by the door. The woman training me approaches her and takes her order for a double shot of Bailey's in a pint glass. 
Okay. My coworker uses strange requests. Um, my coworker used to strange requests, brings over, brings it over without a question. The woman takes out a small bottle of McDonald's 2% milk and fills the rest into the pint, then proceeds to pull out her breakfast, a Big Mac. My coworker turns to me, rolls her eyes and said, yeah, this happens a lot. <laughs> Gloria's here again. <laughs> and hurries Commuters, over to politely right? <laughs> and uh, hurries over to politely inform this woman that sorry, you can't eat outside food in the bar. Unsurprisingly, that woman was perturbed. But I bought a drink, she cried. But I'll be like, but I bought a drink. Yeah, I can't really. Boston's a little but hot. I a, I but I bought a drink. I bought a drink. Showing off her lack of dental work. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry it's a health code violation, my friend replies. She begrudgingly puts the burger away, downs the pint of milk and Baileys, but not before ordering a second double Baileys. <laughs> She fills it a second time with milk, throws it back like a true champ. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So just to break it down, the maniac's plan was to start her summer day with two pints of milky booze and a Big Mac. (laughs) How very American. (laughs) I'm a huge fan of the podcast. You're all hilarious. And if you're ever in Boston, please come through for a round and my co-workers and I will be happy to load you up with some wild tales. Yes. That's from Lauren. Oh, P.S. Thinking about naming the drink Creamy Delight after <laughs> Kyle. Yeah. I love it. Thank you, Lauren. Great story today. Great story, that right? That Fuck, that's fucking. That is horrific. Train station stuff, dude. Like, well, oof. we all behave like animals the minute we get into that commute brain. Mm-hmm. You're just mm-hmm. like, I need food. I need beverage. Um, I don't know. It's going to be a long ride. I need to be drunk on creamy milk. <laughs> More creamy milk, please. She also, well, she, yeah, she was cream filled mm-hmm. and had anxiety mm-hmm. about being kicked out of the restaurant, I think. <laughs> a lot of themes today. She's like, but I'm supposed to have, I'm two of these in one Big Mac in that order. One Big Mac, one. Oh my God. Well, you guys, as always, these server submitted stories are incredible. If you have any stories you'd like to send our way, uh, please go ahead and do so. Sideworkpod at gmail.com. Awesome. Ricky Carmona is here, everybody. Woo, hey, Ricky, we've known oh. each other for like, oh my god, it's yes, man, like oh, almost man, twenty man. years. I feel almost like it's 20. almost twenty years. Yeah, I feel like at this point now, it's with it's like seventeen. Every, well, yeah, it started a, 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 in two thousand three. Exactly, at, at least at least seventeen. Yeah, I feel like that's the number now with pretty much like everybody. Yeah, because our... now, like you know, especially like since I've like lived here in L.A. Like there, there was a time where like all you motherfuckers were gone. I know. And then it was like <laughs> now learning. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just kind of like learning like who the new kids were, and like just like reestablishing like starting those relationships and just kind of like oh I've known this person for like a couple of years and I've known this person for a couple of years. And but then, then your yeah, past like, comes back. Yeah, and yeah. You. <laughs> oh, and the whole north side of Chicago now lives in Los Angeles. <laughs> this is great fun. Lincoln Ave. You know what's really funny though is since we're like throwing it back to 2005 in a little bit, which is almost when I, I left in 2006. And so it's funny, a, a part of our relationship is preserved in time mm. in the 2005-2006 area when mm. in the 2005-2006 sort of um, era si. when fine, fine movies like Waiting came out, <laughs> which will... <laughs> Which we'll get to. We'll get to. We'll get but to. this is also the time when Brooke and I worked together. Waitressing. At Bad Dog Tavern. And you worked just down the street. Yeah, I was at Jury's up the street. Tell uh, us what Jury's was all about. 
Drury's was your basic uh, Irish American pub mm-hmm. located on uh, Lincoln Avenue, on right? One of those corner. It was one right, of those corner. Right on the corner bars. pub. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, right off of what was it? I think is it Montrose that was over there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right off yeah, of Montrose. Just south of Montrose, Montrose and Lincoln. Yep, yep, yep. Montrose right and Lincoln. The, uh, the old Jewel Osco. <laughs> the old Jewel Osco. You got damn right. That's what's With up. With the TCF bank inside. There's huh? a T. Uh-huh. There's I. I went- <laughs> I did all my banking in a grocery store. Uh-huh. Yes, uh-huh. uh, yeah, uh, so, so I waited tables there. I talked my way into the job. I would go there. I lived in the neighborhood. And it was, you know, I was in in college, post-college. So, like, they would have, like, great food deals there every day. And the food was, was fucking... Chicago, Chicago has good bar food. Yeah, for sure. They were known for the like their burgers, right? Yeah, yeah. They had like yeah, it was like heavy American bar food, like burgers, uh, steaks, uh, wings. uh, I mean, just all that shit, like shit that's you know gonna keep you warm during the winter. wait there i'd wait tables there and it was super great but i mean we, we would wait tables and we would drink and do drugs yep mm-hmm. and that was just kind of like that was the routine you would get fucked up to get through your shift and then when your shift was over and everybody left well then now we can just get fucked up in front of each other you yep. know now we don't got to be like hey i'll be right back <laughs> i'm just gonna go out to the back patio right quick Patio's closed. I know. Uh, <laughs> and were you guys, it was totally fun to drink. Like everybody would hang out and drink after or the shift, like, like in the Coke restaurant. Or, or weed or something. Uh, it would be those two. Oh, yeah, we would drink right. as well. Uh, and drinking would just kind of, like you would just do like quick shots in between, you know. Right. It would just, it was all kind all of depending like. Depending on like who was bartending. Yeah, that uh, night. Who was bartending and if uh, the owner was uh, Pete. You know, if Pete is there, hey, out of respect to Pete. We'll wait till Pete's gone. But when he's and then gone, we'll, turn, we'll drink his whole oh, inventory. And then we're going to turn into fucking degenerates, yo. When Pete's gone, then it's PCP. Oh, and I feel like because <laughs> PCP. We also like all worked on the same strip and people who worked on Lincoln, it was just some sort of understanding where it's like, oh, if you come into my restaurant, you drink for free. If I come into your restaurant, like you drink for free. So I feel like we all had like a little bit of a. Yeah. A Alcohol of, problem? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. This was my first waiting job. I had yeah. zero waiting experience. My girl at the time, I was just, I would just see her come home with hundreds of dollars in one yeah. night and I'd be like, yeah. Well, I know how to talk to people, and I've been in this. You know, I've I've worked in retail. I know how to sell clothes to people. I know how to make shit sound nice, and you know, like so. You would be. I'm sorry. This is just a matter of like. I just need to learn how to like grab that thing. I need to learn how to man. How do they get four plates on there? And then you learn that very quickly. You know, you're gonna fuck. I I was horrible at first. Like the first time, I like my first night working was like on a. It was either on a. I think it was like on Monday night, which was like our two for one night. You buy mm-hmm. one thing and, you know, right. Which is and like, juries would have burger specials and it was that was Wednesday night. Bonkers. And, and it was also the, it was we were right across the street from Wells Park. That was at Park mm-hmm. there. And Wednesday night was their softball league. Yes. And so all these motherfuckers would play softball and then they would come into our restaurant and just order burgers like nonstop. And you are busting your fucking like ass off for, you know, bringing out like three dollar burgers and you know, for tables of twelve, and you're yeah, doing that from when you show up at gross. five o'clock 
until 11 p.m., like nonstop. You don't have, like, the place was, it's a neighborhood restaurant. It, it had been there for years. So, like, those customers who were coming in, like, they were regulars, you know? Like, once I started working there, they were like, who the fuck is this guy? Oh, we don't know yeah, him. Yeah. Totally. We don't know him. Ooh, you know? Surprise, surprise. Funny. I was yeah. the only person of color who worked there outside of the kitchens, outside of the kitchen staff. So it's like, all right, you know, this, and, and not that anybody was ever like mean to me or anything, but I could just tell, I was like, all right, this I'm is going to be, guy. yeah, 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 yeah. And every, you know, I had my Afro at the time. Oh, so yeah. like that was, it would either be like, oh, hey, what's going on? Or like, yeah. Okay. A little bit uh, of like North side of Chicago. So white. Don't judge me, please. What <laughs> happened after juries? I was like, oh, I'm never waiting tables again. Really? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was just kind of like. The lifestyle get you. Absolutely. And I was, I mean, I went in doing it for the money. Yes. And once I was like, all right, this is cool and I'm making money, but I'm also not doing shows as much because mm -hmm. I like getting paid more. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just, you know, I mean, like after a while, hey, coke and weed and booze, that shit is not yeah. good for your body. No. You know? And not, it was, good for your, not good for your ambition. Not that, good for getting out of that cycle. Exactly. It's, it's a tough one to break. Exactly. And my girl was working in restaurants at the time. She was working at that fine dining place like, she, across yeah, the yeah. way. She was at uh, Murphy's uh, Irish Bistro. You might want to bleep that out. I don't know how that works, but yeah. I, don't, I don't give a shit. So she was working there, oh. and it was just kind of like seeing her come home from fucking the stress of that. Like, that made me, like, hate restaurant people like uh she worked at this oh, she wait, ended up that no, Murphy's uh that was like a funeral home and then it became like a fancy Irish yes. pub on Lincoln yes yeah but are you thinking about the other place yeah like the weird one that was like yeah. where they across put, the street you're yeah, thinking about the blue like, stem yeah 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 yes yeah she would come home with fucking horror stories about like cooks in there and just like throwing plates when they would get angry like yeah. towards the staff and I'd be like these motherfuckers are like they're just cooking steaks. Like right. they're just making burgers. Yeah. They're just like like they're just making Such food. An anger problem. Yeah, like my mom has never for all the fucking stress that we gave her, and granted, it's not a restaurant, but never was she like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna throw this fucking knife in the direction of my children. So, so they really know what I'm talking Murphy's about. Specifically, like, like I've heard is haunted as fuck. Yeah. That place. What place? Murphy's. Oh, is that right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it could just yeah. be like, the ghosts are making everyone angry. <laughs> That's what I'd blame it on. Everything tastes like formaldehyde. Yeah, this is weird. Good for formaldehyde fries there. They're real good. Ricky, yeah. you are a huge movie buff, we know, and have your own podcast called Who Shot Ya, mm. um, where you dissect filmmaking and films themselves and talk to filmmakers. So we yes, thought I have stepped away from the show. I I I, I no I no longer host the Got show, it. but it's a great show and people should listen to it. So we are doing our first ever movie review on Sidework Podcast, and we are starting with a I don't know if I want to call it a cool well, classic. I think it kind of is in a weird, dumb way. So let's let's just preface this by saying when I went to rent it on Amazon. On, so I can't <laughs> find it anywhere free. It had almost 1,500 highly rated reviews. Mm. And so I was like, is there something I didn't know about when this movie came out? And then I watched it eagerly. And then I was like, what is wrong with people? Thank you. <laughs> what Oof. a good starter. Oof. All right. So the movie <laughs> Waiting. 
Thank you for saying that. I was like, what the fuck are these people making me watch this movie yeah, for? Sorry. What is happening here? I, w- I didn't even like, know. I hadn't seen it in years. Oh and I was like, God. but there aren't that many movies about waiting tables. Well, there are. No, there, you're right. You're right. So like, well, and let's, let's, let's make the caveat that we're only going to do movie reviews ever that depict oh, yeah. the restaurant. Sure. sure. Absolutely. Just so you guys know, we're not taking some weird pivot. And <laughs> Next most week we'll be talking about Schindler's List. Great. Right. For sure. There's a scene in a restaurant. I remember it. Um, Sidework podcast presents Schindler's List. Ryan just went, Brian's eyes got just so wide. Sorry. Oh, I, I, sorry, I it's missed fine, whatever it's you fine. Fine. It's fine. Um, So we thought we saw, uh, you know, out of all the movies that are not made about the service industry, there's only a handful. We thought we'd start with the worst. Um, great, fantastic. <laughs> which oh, is great. the movie Waiting, uh, which debuted in 2005 all right synopsis and let's go back to 2005 we were oh. all wearing boot cut everything <laughs> it was so much boot cut what? like low-waisted for ladies like hip-hugging ugly-ass boot mm, cut everything yes. that's yes. true guys were wearing really really baggy cargo pants mm-hmm. and we were trying to pull them off as nice looking mm-hmm. um, i feel like there were a lot of polo shirts being sported yep and ryan reynolds i wanted to rip that tiny little animal off of his chin <laughs> his just disgusting little soul patch <laughs> this is a ryan reynolds joint mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> one of the early one of the early ones i think he had done van wilder and we all know how good that movie is he got um, him this gig oh my lord okay so let's talk about the synopsis okay, okay staffers at the restaurant shenanigans with a z mm-hmm, engage in various pranks and games both on and off the clock however in the course of one day Waiter Dean must choose to either accept a promotion to manager or go off in search of greener pastures. Meanwhile, his coworker and roommate, Monty, fights temptation in the form of an underage colleague. <laughs> God. <laughs> While showing a new employee the ins and outs, providing him the worst day of his life. I will say good things about this movie. Like, this cast is great. It's yes. good. There's like, great Everybody in here, I'm like, I love these people. Like, yeah. I find y'all very funny. But it's like to to go back to Clerks again, let's take the worst things from Clerks and then just build a movie off of that. Totally. And it just felt like they, yeah, they will, it'll be one day. uh, It's going to be people having like, you know, wacky, those worky, those wacky work conversations that, you know, we all have. Right. And he's like, nonstop ball jokes. Oh, yeah. It's gross out early off humor humor. that, that caters to dudes. I was 30 years old when this movie came out. Okay, so if this movie is for 12 to 15 year olds, like what's the version of that that I'm that I was right. in? And I, I still, not to like be like I was watching the dopest movies back then, but I know I wasn't like. Well, let's just say I, I never love that you're just basically it. being like, who the fuck asked for this movie to be made? <laughs> I think like... you can make this movie. This that's that's a brilliant idea. Hey, let's show how awful the way it is to work. In the waiting they, industry, they like, had, totally, they had such a gem of an idea, it's and there. they did not execute. So like, let's start. Anything. I can say a few good things. Oh yeah, we, but I thought we just start yeah. from the beginning. So spoiler alert: we're going to talk all about this movie once about. So <laughs> okay, so you have the new kid, right? You have like um, who's come in the John Francis Daly from Freaks and Geeks, mm-hmm. who we all love. Mitch. That's who that is. Yes, he's and from then, Freaks and Geeks, and then went on to star in Booms. Yes, it is his. It's his first day on the job. He he's like shadowing 
starting a shift at this shenanigans type restaurant, which is going to be like an Applebee's slash Bennigan's. Yes, it is. Um, situation. Uh, side note: They filmed it in New Orleans. You can tell because there's a beetle lights everywhere. Um, I watched the credits to make sure I took everybody's fucking name down. Nice, <laughs> and nice. I saw it. So we've got Mitch who comes in. He's the new hire, and he gets introduced to Monty, played right. by Ryan Reynolds. And Monty is like like the cool seasoned. He's the coolest guy in the restaurant. Well, and you can tell, and we all and like so there are things about it that you instantly recognize, where you're like someone who worked on this script and production worked in a restaurant yes at least at least one person did absolutely they, they like kind of got the tropes down and you can tell he's that guy at your restaurant who is like he is your initiation person like say you're going into frat you're like this guy's a, a lifer <laughs> he gets his confidence from being the restaurant guy mm -hmm. and to get initiated everyone must bang him yeah. yeah oh oh i should i should add that the very in the very beginning of the movie it's a montage of them partying afterwards yes, yes. of course just to get a feel for i got nervous when it starts off with a hip hop song and i didn't see any people of color oh, i was yeah. like if you have rap music and there are no people of don't color don't get me started on the like... awesome songs they get to use in this movie. <laughs> there was a couple bangers There's in there peaches in this they use peaches yes, in this movie yes. but that was over like my like um i want to say 47 seconds in i was like uh all right ricky it's 2005 it's 2005 <laughs> but still i was like this is gonna be rough so we have uh, basically this training that is happening. And so Monty is taking Mitch around, showing him the ropes. Uh, there was some flirting happening with a super underage host between Ryan Reynolds. Like, it's very suggestive. She's basically wants it. She wants the D. Um, it is quite obvious. And then the joke oh, yeah. begins that she's a week away from turning 18. A week 18. away from being 18. <laughs> so she's, she's pushing it. I'm laughing because at that point, I'm like... This is what Brooke and Andrew wanted me to watch. They wanted me to watch this. Okay. All right. I Common <laughs> stereotypes of the service industry. Well, so here, here's where it really comes into play. So less mm -hmm. than 10 minutes into the movie, we learn that the male employees of the restaurant play a genital revealing Super homophobic game. Oh, it's so homophobic. Um, it's basically like it's I like Louis C.K. like might have gotten ideas from like this game. You know what I mean? It's just basically like <laughs> like showing your junk to people. Um, the game is like, oh, you have to get someone to like look at your junk by like being like, hey, it's a trick, and you see my balls. Like like the game asshole or whatever when you when yes, you when do, you do the, the yeah, like yeah, whatever exactly. on your knee. There's instead, an elaborate yeah. uh point system. These guys uh, front and back of house all play. Only basically the males play it, and if you uh are to like win or like dupe somebody into seeing your junk you get to kick them in the ass and call them a derogatory homophobic name the worst of them yep <laughs> yep um so here's my take and why i'm so mad is that like the whole instead of just being like a service industry movie and being like we're a wait staff and we come together and it could have a moment for that this like takes over the whole film. Mm -hmm. this the stupid whole film, game. It's it's so male gaze, all written by a male staff, made by only men. The only women who I guarantee were anywhere in the credits were the female actresses. Yeah, the Anna and, Ferris. And they just missed so much nuance and awesome stuff that does happen. Like, and the thing is you're watching going like, yes, of course, we behave like childish idiots who are bored it makes you it helps you get through your shift when you have running games but just this never ending they were convinced of the brilliance yes of showing the balls yeah oh yeah oh, oh absolutely yeah i, I kept it waiting for, let up i kept waiting for that like okay that's the setup 
now we're going to get like into like the story here. And then it was just like, man, how many times am I going to walk around with this dude and hear the different rules of this game where some of these balls are going to get shown and get called the F word. I, like, I feel like the first 30 minutes it's, of the movie It goes is on a for a minute. There's like, there's a way to make this movie where, yes, you can show like how, what's <laughs> Nothing. No, I just love, just, I just love that we're doing this movie right now. There's a way to make this movie where you can show like, uh, you know, uh, us as servers being like degenerates and being like saying, you know, horrible things, but. But if to be honest, we're more there, clever than that. Yeah, exactly. we're more clever. There, there should be, you know, I don't mean like intelligence, like you got to play, like it's got to be like the, the smartest, most well-written joke, but just like, right, what's, I don't even know if I needed a, a, a they just, lesson. They just jumped the shark and then kept going. Yeah. Yes. yes. It's like, this. absolutely. Figure out it's a way so to make fun of people at who come to restaurants. Right. Figure out the way to... To point out, like, or to like find out, like, the stress of like how long the shift is, and you just feel like you're there all fucking day, and you look down at your clock, at your watch, and you've only been there thirty minutes, and then everybody exactly. shows up in the last hour, and that's why you're, and you're fucking furious because you're like, well, now I know I got to do side work. At fucking starting at midnight, probably because yeah. there's gonna be people here. They kind of do that, but everything gets so like diluted with this stupid game premise, and mm-hmm. like you don't really get that. Like the flow of the movie is terrible. Duh. So then <laughs> Justin Long's degree. mother has made him feel less than for just being a server, and these kids are like it's twenty three years, and old. it's also not believable, right? The, the fact that the whole shift that he clocks in for, he's like. Don't talk to me, man. I really got to things to figure out. I'm having a real, a real crisis of conscience. <laughs> yeah, You're yeah, like, yeah. what even happened? I'm like, First of all, how many times did my parents question every choice <laughs> I ever made? And I was like, whatever, man. I, oh, man. You know. Yeah, for sure. I'm first generation in this country. So, like, me getting my bachelor's degree, like, that was the equivalent of me getting, like, a triple master's or whatever. You, yeah. My mom was like, that's my boy right there. <laughs> whoa, whoa, I fucking whoa. love it. Um, okay, so it's like, yeah, it's almost like two storylines. New yeah. guy mm-hmm. Mitch, and then Dean, the season has to make a choice. Employee has mm-hmm. to make his choice. All right, he's mm-hmm. been there four years. And for everything they get wrong in this movie, I want to like focus on things that they maybe okay. get right. Yes, because I did totally. like so, and I had that universal, oh, do I recognize that or what? Yes. Know? So let's start with characters. Okay. So we have Monty, mm-hmm. the Ryan Reynolds. So he he's like the, the, the like the big shot. He's like the mm-hmm. funny guy. Everybody loves him. Mm-hmm. He's also a predator, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> you know, he's that big smart ass dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I think we, and here's, I think as far as like being someone we've ever worked with, like that's compared to that. There's always like the dip, the, the doofus, the dipshit who thinks he's like king shit. Mm-hmm. Probably gets the best tables. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's very like nonplussed by the whole job. He's just so like been there, done that. I'm cool as a cucumber. This is my show. Welcome yeah. to it. The you part, know? what time is a party tonight? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> but he does it over and over and over again. He's probably going to be a lifer. Yep. Yes. And I recognize that. We all know that coworker. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So we have Serena, played by Anna Ferris. Mm-hmm. Now, the women in this movie do not get a lot of screen time. Well, they sure no. don't. No. Um, so Serena, I think, is there just to be like super cute and funny and quirky because she's Anna Ferris. Used to date Monty. There is like some big blow up where she's like, you think you're good at sex, but you weren't good at sex. Yes. Like Justin Long um, <laughs> plays Dean, 
So he's the one that's like, oh, I have the pressure to get like a real job. But he's like, the, he's like the good guy stupid. with like the good girlfriend who would like, you know, do anything for anyone. Mm-hmm. Like the cool, like he's like Monty's best friend, but like not a douchebag. He shows his emotions. Yeah, Ooh. he does for wow. sure. Um, okay, so we have Dan, the manager, played by uh, David Kushner, who he fucking nails it. He nails it. Yeah. He's he good in everything. Yes. He plays the best manager. He is like such a sad sack, dipshit, mm-hmm. like uses the small amount of power he has. I think he nails this role. Mm-hmm. It's so fun to watch. <laughs> um, so we've got uh, Luis Guzman, who plays uh, Radimus, the kitchen manager. which Great, is like, n- great name great. for a character. He's great in everything he does. Yes, of course. Absolutely. He's Louis Guzman. Oh, and because it's like the first line of the movie. If I knew it was going to be this kind of party, I'd stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Oh, yeah. That's Beastie Boys quote. (laughs) Which is a Richard Pryor quote. Oh, right. (laughs) Because I was like, there's no way this originated from this movie. No way. Absolutely But I didn't know where it But I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Yeah. All right, then we have Bishop Chai McBride, who's the dishwasher, mm-hmm. who is also like doubles as a therapist and, he and kind keeps, of the intellectual he, of the crew. And he Very makes, problematic role. Makes a character yeah. choice where he keeps saying foist. Well, it's because <laughs> I, he's this. the only one that like, because they filmed in Louisiana, he's the only one that went with that accent, which I find a little like pretty cool. As yeah, I'm hoist. watching this movie and then he shows up, I was like, this what a waste. is going to be a waste of a character. And also, oh I know where this is going. He's going to be the guy who teaches him, who teaches uh, Justin Long the lesson. I was like, there's not a lot of people calling this movie. You're the predominant black guy in here. So you're going to be the like the, the, it, trope. the, the trope yep. of the magical black person yeah. who teaches you teaches the white person the lesson right, the at the end of the movie. Scene. And I was just like waiting for that scene. And you get a crude, you know, he gets his, you know, kind of crude monologue that does it. But I was like... Okay, so we talked about Mitch. He's like, this character is so interesting. He's the trainee. They don't like, he doesn't speak. He's always like cut off left and right. Mm -hmm. And like, not in like a good timing. Like, the editing is so poor. It's, he basically did mouth and eye acting. Open like mouth too. And he's got that huge set of chompers, which God bless John Francis Daly. He's such a cute little dude, but (laughs) he's just doing side eye, confused eye. What the fuck, I? Yeah. And then mouth agape. <laughs> um, Naomi, which the mean, the mean server, the I mean lady like, server. Should, we should do a reboot and have Jackie Zabrowski. Ah, that'd be so funny. Her. I mean, I think she's great, actually. And like her character just being the fucking bitch, but like so nice to everybody's face. I think she nailed it for sure. That was funny. I really like it. <gasps> so the dumb teenage Bussers, the stoner Bussers. One of them's that Andy Milanakis. He had his own show on MTV in the 2000s. Yeah, he was hot for a second. Yeah, he, he was still, like, I don't know what he does now, but yeah, he, yeah he's, he was, but he was hot at the time. Yeah, I kind of, I thought these, I thought these characters were so stupid and so funny. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and then you know they had a rap video at the end end of the movie. Did you watch it all the way through? No, the I did. I, rap I, video? I was like, I'm putting in the work on this. Wow, one, to the end. I'll, okay, so then we have Calvin, who's the server who can't pee who's also the pushover who like has a crush on another server who we never meet this and takes all our shifts one of the strangest character choices it's the stupidest shit i've ever heard <laughs> so basically this guy calvin who's a server there he like can't pee in public because like one time he was at a urinal and somebody looked at his dick more homophobic mm-hmm. stuff and i was yes. like now i can't pee at all yep. i mean you're like you didn't bother to make a backstory for anna Ferris. Or Naomi, Naomi, Mm -hmm. and we 
just went all in on this very bad joke. Yeah. Um, it was really hard to watch. That was <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. And like, and I, I I was angry for two reasons. When, when he is uh, telling Chi McBride, like when he's like telling him like, oh, I can't pee, and Chi McBride is like telling him like what he needs to do to pee. And then there's a fantasy about it. In, in my mind, I'm like, well, he's probably peeing right now, right. and then the camera's gonna cut to yeah. it, and that's that's kind of funny. Yep. No. Nope. That's not what happens. Nope. He just tells him Lost what he should do. for peeing yourself. Yeah, and I was just, and then he goes and talks to some fucking girls on a couch, and I was like, "What is what is going on in this fucking movie it's like, that you can't even make that joke? You worst. couldn't do that joke." Um, last character we'll talk about is Floyd, the line cook played by Dane Cook. Holy, <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the first time we're saying his name. Yeah, Dude. wow. I mean, yeah. we had to save the most egregious <laughs> for last. I, I, I mean, I don't hate this character no but there's the part when he was doing the oh massa massa don't whip oh, me oh yeah massa. that's not yeah. yes massa you want your ranch this movie is massa. very racist and homophobic and sexist and we <laughs> well, don't agree with any of we, this we started the r word count which it's okay they said retarded um, oh yeah about yes. eight times and mm-hmm. then at the end there's another joke saying like that's calling um uh, a disabled, like like a retarded uh, kid. This either yes, way, it was smart, so much. Who has Down syndrome? Exactly. Yes, it yes, was yes. so much. Just lazy punching down. Yeah, it was really lazy. Yeah, and, and and again, like it's such a good idea. You have this good of an <laughs> good of an idea for a movie, and you have this great of a cast. I, I I'll say this too. Like I think these. Everybody there probably had a really good time making the movie. Of course. They're all probably making themselves laugh. There's probably like really good fucking outtakes of this Mm -hmm. movie. But like what was put together and being like, this is it. Like, man, you guys just went for fucking lowest common denominator. LCD. Which is I mean, fine if that's what you're gonna do. But, but it that's also just spoke. Like not to, it my... also spoke to like, and you know who's the lowest common denominator? Stupid waiters and bartenders yeah. who might yeah. come watch well, this. The movie which starts is with being said that you're less than for being in the industry, and you prove them wrong. That, that's that. That's where the, 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 uh, I'm glad you said that because that's what I was saying too. Like, there's there's an intelligent version of this movie yes. where like you don't. You make everybody look dumb, but you also figure out a way to make to make servers look smart. Yes. You know, I mean, the the thing that I'm sure we all know without having said it yet today is like, I, we wish everybody could wait tables for like a year. Oh yeah, so you can see what it's like. Yep, see what it's like. You you'll see you'll then if people who haven't served who haven't who've never been servers, then you'll understand like, okay, I see why sometimes my server comes up to me. And once I can tell they want to throw their fucking my glass back at me when I'm like, can you give me some, you know, like, right, because they're and they give us a a semblance of that. Yeah, But like Like we get that is a a fucking foundation of comedy. Totally. You just whoop. like we get the bitchy lady table. Yeah. And boy, oh, boy, is she bitchy. She was was also doing a lot of mouth acting. Yes. She she was like, when "Mm." I say (laughs) Over pronunciating, I'm so filled with. I looked at that lady, and she I hasn't know. done much else. Because <laughs> her acting was so phenomenal, she got paid well and just retired yeah. on that paycheck. And then baby. this is the scene for servers where a bitchy lady orders a steak the wrong way, and then mm. it has to be redone. And the revenge in the back of the house happens, where like 
snot is put in her mashed potatoes. Yeah. Pubes are put in her salad. Dandruff. They drop her steak on the floor. Like, uh-oh, revenge. And yeah, I don't, I was just saying, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that has, that has happened. But a customer has never made me so mad that I've been, to, I've told the, told the kitchen, like, hey, and do whatever the fuck you want with that. Yeah. I don't care. The kitchen uh, would be like, "What is you? What are you talking about?" Yeah, like, we take I, I pride think, in our food. I didn't even think like that joke. Like, there's a way you can do that joke, but like it was so on the nose yes. and too much to be yeah. honest. Because mm-hmm. we all have talked about like kind of fucked up, goofy. Whether it's accidental and you're just like, "Well, no one saw that," mm-hmm. or there have been like it's about a direct hit. You know, if you, you don't just willy nilly do something weird to food, like no, right. like I, you know. You're like, all right, you've crossed the line. This is the 10th time. You've really fucked with me. I'm going to do something a little weird. Yes. But that even watching that, knowing what I know from the service industry, I started screaming and turning my head away because I was like, no, there yeah. is just not doesn't that exist. level. Yeah, yeah. And if Ugh. it, and if it does exist, it, I just, it, they're not in business. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. And, it's, and it's not at a place like shenanigans, which is supposed to be like Applebee's or Bennigan's. Like exactly. those places would be out of business. Yeah. Those places would be, out. I've had that, like I like that woman who was all like over enunciating because I was like, oh, I've waited on that person. Mm-hmm, I right. waited on I waited on this dude who would come in every Sunday with his wife, this older couple, and he wanted his martinis shaked a certain way at the table. And you know, one day I'm shaking it, and he just tells me how I'm not doing it right. And my thing was like, I always try to be like real nice and silly, but once you cross that line, like <laughs> I turn that fucking nice smile Ricky off go like bye a bye. And and it, and, it, and that's like that's that's my version of like hey I can't spit in your food but you you're gonna see like the yes. mask come off right now and you don't like how I'm shaking it that's all you buddy go ahead <laughs> yeah. I'll be back in a bit like I'll do that shake your own you know, fucking yeah exactly martini. you know because I'm still give, I'm still doing what I'm supposed to do I don't have to do it with a smile right I have to make sure that you get your food on time oh yeah and then you get your drinks there for sure like that's the way you handle that I loved it when he went back to the. Uh, he gave the guy the, the tip back. The change back. Yeah. yeah There's yeah. all these like little that things that you wish you could do that we see on stage. That was very Getting good. Getting a 62 cent tip on like 60 bucks and saying like, you need this Actually, more than yeah, me. Fantastic. That happens. That was great. Absolutely. Um, You know, uh, foreign people. The example of yes. having to wait Oof. on foreign people. Like, oh, no. Um, <laughs> oh. The way they handled that joke. Like they just, they took concepts but didn't dig into any of it. Mm-hmm. it. It just skimmed the surface for everything so that they could keep dedicating screen time to ball jokes. And they also like in the middle of this montage of stereotypes, this which which be which be good. Balls. Oh my god, for sure. I thought it should be called Ballin'. waiting. Uh, waiting so, until that girl waiting, turns eighteen, so Ron Reynolds can fuck balls. her. <laughs> Here's what's get me about, gets me about when they finally kind of start to get into like there's a there's the lull in the restaurant before. Um, the big the big rush happens and they're all just standing around and sitting around in booths. It's like a closed, a dead section, which I was like, that's not okay. Like there were like little things that like made me fucking crazy. Um, in the beginning when they're all going to work, they all park right in the front of the restaurant. I was like, like that's no. not how that well, you're not allowed to park in the parking lot. They all go right into the bathroom where the customers use to like change and get ready. Yes. <laughs> not to mention that's the bathrooms I use and that fucking kid that can't pee is like standing in front of the bathrooms on his phone like talking 
And that's where Luis Guzman goes to have sex with his girlfriend. That's right. Yes. While the old Calvin's trying to pee next door. And then the bus boys are in there causing a ruckus. Like in the regular bathroom where everybody hangs. Yeah, yeah. That was just, listen, they were clearly trapped on a set and didn't have a lot of location because I also think they did like the lull because they didn't have money for extras too. Because did you notice every time, um, it, and it was like all the bad customers, it was a larger percentage of like, it was just like the male behaving badly. And then they wouldn't show the female's face or give her a line. So they didn't have to pay her. Yep. Yeah, it's it was so weird. You were like, it, they made it for three million, I think. So then there's the big like, oh, we're about to close, but one last table comes in, and Justin Long's the one closing. Who do you think? Lo it's and behold, be? it's the boy that got the engineering job that makes him feel less than. Mm-hmm. This guy has the worst teeth ever. First of all, <laughs> strong teeth game. Strong teeth game. Like, and boy, oh boy, this guy has shit together. They talk about it. You know, the tab's thirty five bucks. He leaves a hundred dollar bill Ooh, and just like leaves. Baller. You know, and Justin Long's like, you need your change. And he's like, no, man, that's for you. He's like, they're really paying me well. So that's no, for and you. He says, he says, it seems like it seems like you, you need, need this, this more than, than I, I do. do. Mm-hmm. So it's full that. circle. Full circle. Didn't wow. you feel the movie magic happen wow. just then? Right. Meanwhile, Mic drop. Oh, we've, I guess we forgot to add that, like. Dan, the manager, has offered Justin Long the assistant manager position. Well, yeah, oh, that's yes. a whole he has other. to make a decision by the, the end of the night. Yes. And this move... Of this, this, you know, who he feels, this guy, big this guy dog superior him. to him and mm-hmm. big dog in him that makes him make his decision. And because we all know when we see um, people from our past and especially in a restaurant, we sit down and say, I just got my bachelor's degree. Yeah. We I all usually, say that out loud. I usually just hand I'm them making, my resume. Same here. Right? Hey, how's it been going? I'm glad you asked. And I just give them a resume yeah. and then they can. I make $48,000 now. <laughs> I haven't seen you in a while. So a I make forty eight thousand. Like he was, like he's his character was like on the spectrum. Yeah, he was just like spouting facts and figures. It was he was nervous. It was his first big role, <laughs> but it was really where because again the writers are like, oh, we think people who watch movies are stupid, so we need to telegraph everything. Yeah, and it was so insulting. So much of the writing. Yeah. There's, man, I, I I know they made a sequel, but hopefully, like I'm not watching it. No, no, I'm still, not watching I'm still that waiting at all. to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, there's a there's a way you can make this movie either either make well, it again. I, I want to. Sort or of. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was, I, I was kind of ang- angry watching it as, as well because I was like, God damn, man, I can make a version. I can make a version of this uh, movie. We where- can cast <laughs> all of our yeah. comedian friends It'd because be- all of them have waited tables. Yeah. yeah. And to some degree or another, everyone is doing great and could hold a scene on camera. Yes. And write really good stuff. Yeah. If there's any takeaway from watching, waiting, interviewing it is that Jesus Lord, make we need to make a better product. And like, yes, Brooke and I should absolutely we'll write it. We'll write, write it. it it's make so it. So insane. If if you take the the idea, flip it. Um, so that it's th- female gaze mm-hmm. with your all your female uh, protagonists and having this fun 2020 twist on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll still be funny. Ladies are crude. Ladies are salacious, just the same. But we are not the victims. And at the, you know what I'm saying? Like everyone yeah. was just basically a hole for the line cook or the waiter to stick their dick into. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, women run this industry. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Here's a tip, y'all. It's okay to cry. It's okay to cry. I woke up this morning. Uh, I'm reading this book right now 
called uh, My Time Among the Whites. And it's about this uh, first-generation Cuban-American. And she tells uh, this story about going to Disney World. And the specific ride that she gets on, uh, she just makes this, is, is was my favorite ride at Disney World. I should say that. Was my favorite ride at Disney World because you go through, uh, like, all these different, like, movie locations. And she makes this great analogy of... That's what it's like to be a first-generation uh, Cuban in this country. Is you, you know, you're brought here with this idea of, uh, hey, this world is like this fucking amazing place, and you're gonna be running into all these locations, uh, but you know things are gonna go wrong, and you got to figure out your way how to like just maneuver through it. And I mean, I read that, and just fucking tears coming down my eyes and uh, my girl came into the room and I, I told her about it and these aren't like sad tears like yeah. these are like good tears like it just feels good to be at this age in my life where like I know like oh man I'm gonna cry and I'm gonna feel so much better after this I cry more now than I ever have in my whole See life what I'm saying? and I'm just like feelings are real and I'm feeling them yeah, and here, we, here we go here we go and it's it's, it's, it's a it, healthy reaction absolutely it's it's emotional exercise I felt I was like ah I feel better now I got that out I'm gonna go I'm gonna go on with the rest of my morning so don't don't be afraid you know go put in 20% of tears you know leave 20% of crying right there on the table for yourself <laughs> boom I love it I love it <laughs> Oh man, I've been crying a lot the past few days. <laughs> but like, yeah, but in good, good ways. Just emotions good. are up at the surface. It's all right. No yeah. more of the booze blanket to hide under. Yeah. So you know, it's all good. Um. Well, guys, once again, thank you for listening to Sidework. Uh, as always, send in your server-submitted stories, any suggestions for episode ideas. We just love hearing from you guys on uh, Instagram at Sidework Podcast. Tweet at us if you want to at Sidework Podcast and email us at sideworkpod at gmail.com. And you guys have a great week at work. You know what we say? Godspeed and good tips.